Good morning, everyone. Lee Henson, president and founder of Agile Dad, and it's time for today's episode of The Daily Stand-Up. So without any further ado, let's get started. It's Tuesday. It's a beautiful day. Life is good. And today I want to talk a little bit about a question that's been on the mind of a few people who've emailed me, things that are related to team working agreements. Now, in many of my trainings, I discuss uh, that the team working agreement is important. I talk about you know, making certain that you have a working agreement between the teams that are working on the product and the stakeholders, as well as between the team and the people who are going to be responsible for seeing the team gets things done. So there's there's a lot of communication, a lot of things that go into a working agreement. But then came the question from one of my students in the class last week. She asked, if I'm building a working agreement, a team working agreement, right, what is the most important component of that agreement? What is the one thing that I should not miss? And I sat and scratched my head, and at first I was like, well, definition of done. And I'm like, well, wait, no, definition of ready, so that way you can get to a definition of done. I'm like, ooh. I'm like, I don't know that I can answer that there's one most important item. So I had to sit down and challenge myself and think about it. And finally, finally, after digging through a list of about 20 things that I think should be included in your team working agreement, I came up with the one that I would consider the most important. So here it is. The number one most important item that you can have in your team working agreement is that only authorized work will be performed by the team. I'm going to say that again. During a sprint, the team should only work on work that was authorized to be worked on. Now, that probably might shock you a little bit. You're like, well, wait a minute. What's sprint planning for then? Well, that is what sprint planning is for. But I find that more and more teams are being asked to do a little extra, to give a little more, to do something different than what they were originally being asked to do. And it's becoming a problem. It's becoming a plague. And I'm seeing team morale go down. I'm seeing team members who are losing interest in their work. And I think that if we study and focus on the items that are in a prioritized, rank-ordered product backlog, they've already passed their definition of ready. We already know what the clear acceptance criteria is. And we're able to take on that work. Then why on earth will we interrupt it with something that hasn't been vetted, that hasn't been talked about, that we still need to try to address, there are a lot of components here that are unknowns. So what we're saying is let's trade something that's completely stable with few unknowns for something that has extremely high risk. And any of you who know me know how I feel about risk. Risk sucks. I don't want any part of risk. So if that's the truth, then we need to make sure that we are focused on what work has been authorized for us to do during this right now. Someone asked me, what if there was an emergency that came up and something had to be addressed? Well, emergencies are categorized in three categories, three buckets. Bucket number one are the things that cannot wait. Uh, we are Amazon Prime and it's Amazon. We're Amazon and it's Amazon Prime Day and we're unable to accept credit card payments online. Yeah, okay, you need to address that now, right? Obviously. Um, but if you're talking about something where someone is unable to complete a $10 transaction and they're out in the boonies and they're using a weird card or whatever, they have these things that are one-offs that you're just like, yeah, okay, I get it, but it would cost me more to investigate and figure it out than it would to solve the problem. But I think the, the one in the middle is the one that's the most concerning. It's when you know you have to address something and you let it interrupt the sprint when maybe it didn't need to. Because most of those should be queued up as a first item for next sprint. But I found on several occasions where teams don't do that. And instead, they try to find a way to work through or they try to find a way to make right. And... It's just so puzzling to me and so fascinating to me how easily people can allow for sprints to be interrupted, how easily they allow for the working agreement not to be in place, and how easily how easily they are persuaded 
to go against what they originally agreed to do as a team. So I think it's important that we understand that the product backlog is fluid and should be, right? But the sprint backlog should be locked in for that sprint. So if something really does need to go into a sprint, many times what I'll do is I'll take an item that hasn't been worked on and I'll pull it from the sprint, thereby allowing the team to finish that sprint early. At the conclusion, the early conclusion of finishing the sprint, when a team comes to me and says, hey, we have some extra bandwidth, what would you like for us to address? I can always point them to the backlog where the top item is the next item that I really want them to address, the new item that came in. However, it's not part of their original sprint accountability. So that way you're not holding the team responsible or accountable for something that they never did agree to in the first place. So I think it's important for us if we're gonna build relationships with the team to understand one, that the team working agreement is incredibly important. Two, if you're going to lock something in for the team and get the team to win and be on your side, it should probably be that we're not going to let outside interruptions and influence cause you to break your sprint. And I think that if you can do the authorized work only piece, that's going to help you a lot. It's going to help you along. It's going to help you with your agreements and it's going to help you be more productive. And it's also going to help enforce whip limits because the team knows that you're taking it seriously and that you're only going to ask them to work on things that are listed in the current sprint. So there you have it. A simple one today. I hope you have an amazing week. I hope things keep pushing in the right direction. Tune in tomorrow where Sarah will finish up the forest for us and talk about uh, the scrum value of drumroll. Well, she covered focus, openness, respect, commitment, and the next one is extreme courage. She's going to talk to you about courage and talk to you about what it means to be courageous. I'm excited. I'm excited to see what she's got to say. Until tomorrow, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care.